That game was not holly, it was not jolly, it was not merry, and it was not bright. It was quite sad, in fact, Um, but we'll talk about it. So thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show presented by Four Peaks. Sports aren't the same without a Four Peaks in hand, as Craig can attest to right now. Um, He literally has a Four Peaks in hand, and so does Petey. So don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and Craig. We got Danielle behind the scenes. Coyotes snap their four-game winning streak and lose to the Colorado Avalanche 4-1. Who wants to start? I I feel like uh, I should say something because I might not get a chance to speak for the next 30 minutes. That's true. He's ready to blow, so... I mean, they went one-on-one on this two-game road trip. Perspective is important, but there were some things that they didn't do well tonight. Um, several things they didn't do well tonight, but it all it all focuses around a one one common theme, doesn't it, Petey? It defending? <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Okay, you want me to go? It's time to go. go. Okay, I'm going to... You are going up against one of the top teams in the Western Conference. Fair? Yes. On the road... Absolutely. The number one thing you have to do is defend. Like if you don't spend your whole meeting saying we have to stop their top line, we have to be above their speed. We have to stay out of the penalty box. We can't turn the puck over period. That's the end of the meeting. And then walk out. You know, this is one of those games you have to try to win one, nothing. You go into the mindset. They go, Hey, we're going to try to, we're going to defend. We're going to defend. We're going to defend. And we're going to try to win one, nothing. The defending and the defensive zone coverage for this team Personally, I haven't liked it for three years. Craig can attest to that. I've complained about it for years. Tonight, it, it, it is so bad. It is so bad when you see, first of all, we'll go goal by goal. And by the way, the diehards, this is the time to be a diehard because tomorrow, buddy, this is going on a PD's puck talk because I'm out of my mind. Nick Schmaltz is going for a change in the neutral zone and watch him straight-legged go to the bench. Nathan McKinnon's line's on the ice. Where the hell are you going? You cannot make a change in the neutral zone. When the puck is coming toward you, you cannot change. You can't. You got to stay. I don't care how tired you are. Stay out there. Because as soon as you leave, now it's a five on four against some of the best players in the National Hockey League. That's horrific. You cannot do it. Five seconds later, the puck's in the net. Yeah, and, and it wasn't all Schmaltz because on that same goal, it's also Kerfoot. It's also Keller. And, and, and the defending on this team, where are they going? On one of the plays in the offensive zone, and we've talked about the Harlem Globetrotter shit with, with the Keller and, and, and Schmaltz line where they crisscross at the blue line and everybody's all cool in the offensive zone. Dumba's in front of the net. Kesselring dives in. It's, it's, it's Schmaltz and Keller at the blue line against the Colorado Avalanche. What are you doing? They turn the puck over at the blue line. Puck's come back the other way and they score. Everybody said, oh, Kesselring should have had it. Well, Kesselring is at the net. Like, stop that shit. And defending... They have no idea where they're going in the defensive zone. I don't care if this is an attacking, swarming defense. They don't know. They really don't know where they're going because there are players open all over the ice. It is just horrific. You you start from the net front, you defend the net front, and you work your way out. That's how you defend in the defensive zone. That's it. Don't worry about a guy climbing the zone by the boards to the blue line. doesn't have the puck. Let him go. Defend the front of the net. It is just horrible. And here's what I'm going to say. And I'm caught up in the hype of playoffs. This is the playoffs for the Cavies. This is it. This is it. You sneak in as a second second wild card, and you have to play a team like this. You have to lock it down defensively. Have to. Or you're going to get blown out like they did in 2020. You're going to lose 7-2, to and you're going to go home after four days and go, oh, we, we've got to play for an extra six days. It's not good enough. And and, and if you want to be compete with the best in the league, you better start in the defensive zone. Okay. And good night, everybody. That was it for PD. Wow. Um, first of all, watching you rant while wearing a Santa hat and the little ball like moving while you were ranting, that was that was A plus stuff, Petey. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to dominate the airwaves, but I'm I'm just really frustrated. Because no. it, it, the mantra has to be and and like we we here's a funny story. The team Poland used to have to play Team Canada in the Olympics. Canada's better than Poland. So you it, it was called the Polish defense. You put five guys in front of the net and you just wait. And you do the best you can and try to survive it. That's Polish defending. It was kind of a joke, but it's just you put five guys in front of your net and defend and pray that you get an offensive opportunity on a breakaway on a block shot or something. Coyotes didn't play like that. And and clearly this wasn't their best effort, but 
starts with defending. You defend first and worry about the offense later, and that just didn't happen. PD, do you know who Krampus is? I do. I do. Do, you, do I look that bad? Well, I mean, you could have wore a different hat tonight. I feel like you should meet whatever Coyotes actually returned to Arizona tonight at the airport and you know, <laughs> stick him in a bag and then beat him with a stick like Krampus did. Go there. Should I go there like in a, in a Grinch suit or something? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not against it. PD's at the top of the hill, like, oh, the Coyotes' defense. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, boy. can we start our right. Christmas celebrations yet, Leah? Yeah. No. Well, PD, I mean, Craig and I had our Christmas show yesterday. We had a, a yeah. great time. You weren't there. Uh, I, I listened and watched. <laughs> and I saw Craig's background. I didn't know he was. It, I was buying into the whole European skiing vacation. And then all of a sudden, like the commercials started floating. Hey, what the hell? Free Max ads. Max texted me after the show. Max, Max, like, oh, Max, you're fired. <laughs> go go watch the show it's so good it is oh, really boy. funny it's really all right funny. well all three of us are drinking um it's one of those nights so pd already went on his defense zone rant let's take a look at the numbers presented by desert financial credit union arizona's number one credit union named by forbes if you look at the numbers and like cover the score it, you can't really tell it's a loss. Shots were, were even, 25-25. Coyotes were 1-3 for three on the power play. Avs were 0-2. For, for However, one of the goals came just seconds after their power play expired. So it might as well have been a power play goal. Um, Avs had the slight edge in face-off. And then shot attempts were 40-39 to 39 Avs. Super, super even. So if you just looked at the stats, you're not really seeing a 4-1 game. Yeah. And by the way, did you see who was on the power play late? Yeah. Michael Carcone. Oh, and did they score? They did. Huh. Got a puck to the net. Huh. Petey, maybe you've been ranting about wanting to see Carcone on the power play long enough. Maybe if you just keep ranting about defensive zone coverage, then they'll make a change. It, 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 it's moments <laughs> you, like this. You got to speak it into existence. I know. I, I, I am frustrated. A, you should do a walk in and talk with Mario Duhamel. I, I should. Maybe you just can't say it. But here's here's the thing, and this is where the frustration gets on being. And, and I'm not gonna lie, I might have had a few four peaks tonight. So <laughs> this is where the frustration is on on this side of the mic, yeah. is because on the other side of the mic, you can you can go at guys tonight and go, what the, what are you doing? Like you you think you can help and make a difference, and some of these things, like the Carconi on the power play thing, like really, like I don't know if I'm not a rocket scientist. Uh, it's it's he's your leading scorer on the team. He's a great shot, and he's not on the power play. What what? Like that is moderately common sense, I think. And and the defending stuff, like you watch the film, and there there there's net front guys open on the opposing team in front of the net, in front of this goaltender for three years. It's not like I'm saying this from tonight. And tonight it's a one off, and they made mistakes. It's three seasons of watching them in front of the net, leaving players a open on the uh, opposing team. And it, it just, this team will never ever hoist a Stanley cup or go long in the playoffs until they can defend the front of the net. And I don't care how the good they do. I don't care how far you climb in the standings. I don't even care if you finish first in the division. If you go into the playoffs and you cannot defend the front of the net, you won't win. And, and we saw the teams that, that win the Stanley cup and, and put the, the, the medal over their head. It's because they defend the blue paint. And this team has to change the way they defend. Period. They have to change their system, and I'm 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 going to preach that until until the cows come home because they don't defend well enough. And and I'm I I am sorry to those that are that are thinking I'm I'm out of my mind, and I might be, but but they have to defend better. It's, well, it's just in fairness. So yeah, I am. But defending wins championships. It just does. Yeah. Are you, are you do you have water, Petey? No. I, I Wait, know. For what? Well, I mean, it's important to hydrate when you're drinking as much as we are tonight. So, yeah, I don't, I'm here at home and I'm safe. I've got nowhere to go. So oh it's holiday starts tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Um, well, the, the Coyotes up until tonight had, had found some offensive success to potentially either offset whatever defensive breakdowns they had, or, you know, the goalies have been hot and it wasn't Connor Ingram's best night, but it wasn't all his fault. Um, he stopped 21 of 25 tonight. Some of them were just ridiculous plays from the abs, but you know, I guess he didn't make those key saves that you look to when a goalie has that huge night. And you think, oh my gosh, like he saved the game. Connor Ingram didn't have that tonight. Yeah, and I wanna wanted to 
the stats. I've, I put together the stats of Connor Ingram's past six games. Remember when we were talking about him in the Vezina conversation? I do. Uh, it was very recent. Stories about him. Sorry, Emily Benjamin, for coming out late and catching him on the downslope. In his past six games, Connor Ingram has faced 150 shots. He's made 131 saves. Ooh. That's an 873 save percentage over his past six games. Yeah, that's Oops. not good enough. Nope. No, and luckily I said, there were a lot of good chances tonight, but you need your goalie to make some big saves. I don't feel like he's make, been making the big saves. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to cut him a little bit of slack. I I don't think he was he's playing at the pace that he was during the five-game winning streak, without a doubt. And that's for his last two starts. And you saw him get pulled in the last game. I, I felt like his team has to support him a little bit better, but you're right. Mm-hmm. And, and during the five-game winning streak, he was making those saves. And this this might have been a 2-1 game if he was playing like it was during that streak. Um, I, I, clearly, I'm not going to blame this on the goaltending, but but no, you're right. And it, it, it's funny, though, Craig. We sat, you and I sat in the, the warming house at the ice den, and, and Andre Tourigny said during the, the, the streak that Ingram was having, he said, hey, Vimelka is going to have that streak next and Ingram's going to, to tail off. And that's exactly what's happened right now. The hotter goalie is Karel Vimelka and yeah. he's got, you know, he's three wins in a row and, and now he's the guy. So he's clearly coming back on the first start after the Christmas break. It's going to be Karel Vimelka. And does that make the difference? I mean, I, he's as dialed in as I've seen him this entire season. So maybe that makes a difference. We'll see. Maybe only one Coyotes goalie can be good at, yeah, a, time. at a time. They can't no. both be good. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Petey and the Mullet Magician are never in the same space at the same time. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's true. It's, it's crazy. There's I haven't a, seen him, though. There's I think a balance went, to the universe. He went on Christmas break be early because of the, 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 the road game. So I think he's already taken off. I don't we, know where he's from. We, Italy, we might France. be able to get the two of you together. I, I think it's going to happen. I do, too. I believe it. I also do. Um, I need, well, you know, can I, before I go on, Leon, I'm sure you have work to do. If there's anybody that's an audiovisual tech out there right now, I need help with my other microphone. I am just struggling. Please come <laughs> help me. I had to switch to my backup set again. There's two shows in a row. All PD wants for Christmas is a new it is. mic. Leah, I know you need to move on to another segment of the show, but I want to make sure before we move on that there's not defensive coverage 3.0 coming from PD. Is there anything <laughs> you're going to say? I promise I'm done. No, I, but to- I will. It's- I swear, Craig, it's coming out for the diehards. Like okay. I'm, it's Christmas Eve day tomorrow. F it. I'm working. Someone has to post it because I don't know how. But when I get up in the morning, first thing I'm doing is is a diehard only video breakdown of tonight. It's true. It's I'm sure it will. Ha- I'm sure it will um, be have great vibes and have no anger in it whatsoever. Because exactly. that's what you do, PD. Um, well- yeah. oh. oh no, no. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he knows that. It's Wiley. He's saying the first thing you're doing in the morning is not putting together that video. That's <laughs> true. It's true. I'm lucky. How was yeah, the okay. pregame? By the way, how was the pregame show at DMR that I missed? I, I'm driving. I'm, I'm watching my son play hockey, and we'll get to that later. But I'm, And I get a text from Leah. Are you almost here? And I'm like, almost where? Like, where? Like, almost where? Uh, I didn't know where. We had a little box set aside for I you know. on DMR. Am I almost where? It was funny. Sorry, I missed that. Oh, boy. Yeah, Nicholas said After Dark vibes are beginning and I'm here for it. And this isn't even the After Dark game. This is a normal. It's like it's not even 10 o'clock yet. Um, Okay, let me steer us along. Um, There were some positives in tonight's game. Lawson Krause, I felt, had a very strong game. He had an insanely nifty, skilled move, I think, in the first period, um, where if he scored, it would have been a highlight goal for sure. Um, He had some big hits. He had a fight with Miles Wood. And for all of those reasons, Lawson Kraus is tonight's desert dog. He's got a lot like legit Lawson Kraus has that desert dog in him. Like that has never meant as much as it does tonight. Three shots on goal, one fight. Um, Crazy to see Lawson Kraus drop the gloves and he was chucking him too. He was. That's a thing. Like Tyson was saying both guys were landing hits and I was watching that fight. I was like, Miles Woods hits aren't connecting all of Lawson Krause's hits are connecting. And then they had a quick shot of Miles Wood in the penalty box, and he was like this, just grimacing. <laughs> because yeah, does my Lawson jaw still hits. work? Lawson Krause does not fight very often. And it, it's almost like, you, you remember when Mark Messier did not fight very much, but when he fought, you're like, oh my God, that's why no one fights him. That's what I was thinking tonight watching Lawson Krause, because wow. 
Yeah, that's what you want to see out of Lawson Krause, to be honest. I mean, we've talked about the size of this kid for a long time and his ability to create offenses there. He can shoot and he does a lot of things really well, but but you don't always see that physical side of him. And when you see him like this was this was this was something you want to see more often from Lawson Krause. Let's let's see if we can get him to be a little bit more upset to have a little chip on his shoulder. So I think this was a good thing. And maybe we see that more down this second half um, for the Coyotes. Yeah. Unfortunately, the reason he was upset with Miles Wood is because Miles Wood had a big hit on J.J. Mosier in the corner. Fortunately, J.J. Mosier was slow to get up, um, left the game and did not return. And it's said to be an upper body injury. Obviously, we don't really know anything more than that, but that would be a huge, huge loss for the Coyotes if he was out long term. I know valamaki has been sitting out so he can come back in if needed. Um, but when you look at the Coyotes defense, you look at JJ Mosier and Sean Dersey as those top guys and hopefully he doesn't miss much time if any amen to that it, it looked like he took his shoulder to the head and I don't want to speculate that that's what it is because there's nothing further that came out but you can't lose JJ Mosier he is he's probably the best defenseman on this team you can't lose JJ Mosier no, and I agree. And, and one of the things you hope for, Craig, and you talk, you know, it, it's 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 a game that's already three nothing. You're going into a three day break, and you go, okay, maybe you know, let let's shut him down tonight. Let let's not put him back out on the ice, and let's hope that's the situation. It's not not an injury that's going to keep him up for a while. And it was just a, it's a precautionary move. And and you know what? Let, let's just wait, sir. Yeah. So let's just wait. Yeah. Um, Riley Riles, our friend in Alaska, said, just want to say you guys make the losses easier to deal with. Hope everyone has a great holiday, and I look forward to more PHNX after Christmas. Thank you so much, Riley. That really means a lot. Um, I'm glad that we can make losses easier to deal with, but so does Four Peaks. Um, As you can see by two of the three hosts currently drinking Four Peaks, and the only reason I am not is because I am completely out of it in my house. I need to go restock. Um, But yeah, this game, this show is presented by Four Peaks. And even if it wasn't, it would be presented by Four Peaks because we've needed a couple to get through this one. Okay, there you go. Oh, boy. Um, And if you're going to a holiday party or you're going to a Christmas dinner and you need to bring something, bring a case of Four Peaks. I promise you'll be a crowd favorite. Um, So you can check out Four Peaks wherever you buy beer. And as always, I recommend swinging by the 8th Street Pug pub not pug you can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events check out at four peaks brew or at four peaks pub to keep up with the latest at arizona's hometown brewery you must be 21 or older to drink four peaks and please drink responsibly and don't do this while you're having some four peaks but if you're looking around at your room thinking it's time for some new flooring maybe you decide it while you're drinking and then the next day when you're sober you you put the pedal to the metal and pull the trigger and contact empire and get those new floors. The best part about empire is the quality of the product, how easy it is to shop. You don't have to walk into one of those overwhelming stores. You can do it right from the comfort of your own home. And they have amazing customer service. That is the number one thing when you are getting anything done to your home is great quality customer service. So if you've been going back and forth, whether or not it's time to make a move on your flooring or there's somebody in your life who's been going back and forth, tell them to check out Empire. You check out Empire and it's a great time to do so because you can schedule a free in-home estimate today. And right now all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. All right. It's time to talk bigger picture. Um, It's officially the Christmas break, which I can't believe we're already here. Just for some context, at 33 games right now, the Coyotes record is 17, 14, and 2. After 33 games last season, the Coyotes record was 12, 16, and 5. Uh, so already a huge improvement over last season, which honestly, when we looked at the beginning, that's all we wanted was an improvement from last year to this. Now we're in a position where the Coyotes have been kind of steadily in a wild card spot for a while. So we've been talking playoffs, and I know, you know, what what happens when they get there? That's a different story. Um, but let's take a look at the wild card race. Last season, we were looking at the bottom of the standings and the lottery. Right now, we're looking at the wild card race. Um, and it wasn't a great night for the Coyotes in the wild card, except for today. Everything was set up to be great. Nashville 
blew a two goal or a one goal lead. They were up two one in the final 15 seconds. Dallas comes back and scores two goals. Hockey is crazy. I love it so much. Um, and as Craig found this random stat, the stars are the first team in regular season history to score a game time and go ahead goal in the final 15 seconds of regulation. How's that for a nugget? Crazy. So you, so that's earlier today and you look ahead and you think the coyotes have games in hand on the Predators. If they win tonight, they can pass Nashville. The stage was set. And then... And then what happened? <laughs> and scene. The Wild win tonight against Boston. They're now within two points of the Coyotes and have a game in hand. St. Louis storms back against the Blackhawks and wins, I think, 7-5 to five was the final score. And now they're right on the Coyotes' heels. So it could have gone from the Coyotes going into the Christmas break in the first wild card to the Coyotes sitting in the second wild card with a bunch of teams, like, right there. There is not a huge drop-off. Yeah, no, we have Go ahead, P. No, the interesting thing to me, though, is, is that we're at the Christmas break, and this is American Christmas, by the way, that the, the Vancouver Canucks are leading the Western Conference right now. And if any of us have that on our bingo mm-hmm. card, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Because this is amazing to me. They're tied with the Vegas Golden Knights right now. You look at Dallas and Colorado are right behind them, three points behind them. And those are the four teams that are they're elite in the Western Conference right now. I think those are the four teams that are a step ahead. And, and I'm surprised to say the Winnipeg Jets – like, where did the Winnipeg Jets come from? That's one of the teams I thought would fall once Kyle Connor got hurt. And I thought that the Coyotes might be able to approach them for third in the Central and be battling it out. But, man, Winnipeg has played well without Kyle Connor, And yeah. they're taking a step forward. And L.A. is a step forward. So now, I, I tell you what, that, that, that wild card race in the West is going to be fun. I mean, it's St. Louis. It's Minnesota. And people keep saying Edmonton. Man, Edmonton has to jump over. Let, let's One, take a two, look. Three, we have four. the standings. You do? Let's pull them up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Look where Edmonton is. Like, they have to jump over one, two, three, four, five teams just to get into the. Like, it's not just the points now. And that's where people go, well, they're only a few points. Yeah, they got to jump over five teams. They do that's, have a couple games in hand, though. So Yeah, that's true. And if they win those games after – and they started on this this Eastern trip where they went and played yeah. New York, New Jersey, and Islanders, and they won two out of three. They come back after Christmas. They go right back on a plane and go down to um, the, the Southwest and play the three California teams, which are winnable games. They can get two out of three there and then look out. They might be right back in it. Now, Calgary Calgary's in action right now against L.A. They're losing 4-2 at the second intermission, so they could stay put there um, – and Vancouver is beating San Jose 5-3. Petey, the crazy thing, you mentioned Vancouver earlier. Vancouver could have the best record in the NHL going into the Christmas break if they hang out and win this game against the Sharks. That's no insane. It is. insane. And yep. then can we stop saying that, that at that point that Rick Tockett can't coach? Yeah, thank you. He's Just saying. I wrote this today in our, our, our uh, roundtable. He's got, he's got talent. He never had this talent in Tampa or Arizona. He's yeah. got some talent to work with. Exactly. Well, so. despite despite this position that the coyotes are in that you know they're not as secure in the wild card at the christmas break as maybe we wanted them to be we mentioned this the other night but it's worth reiterating because craig reached out to nhl stats you know we always talk about u.s thanksgiving as the big cutoff and teams making it but there's a really interesting stat for christmas eve so danielle if we can pull up the stat since 1979-80, which is when the NHL introduced the 16-team playoff, 528 of 624 teams, which is 84.6%, clinched a postseason berth after finding themselves in a playoff spot as of December 24th. That's a big percentage. It's a really big percentage. Obviously, it's not perfect, but that's a big percentage. So give yourself a good chance. Yeah, and, and 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 to even think we're talking about it right now after all we've, Thank you me. know, as we've been through on this side of the microphone with PHNX and and thinking at December, Christmas time we're talking about the the Coyotes in a playoff spot. Like, yeah, I I think they're ahead of the rebuild, and even as frustrated as I am, I think this is a great step forward into what they want to be under Bill Armstrong. Keep yeah. that in mind as we head into the Christmas break. I know everybody wanted another win tonight to jump into that first wild card spot. Can't win them all. This is this is better than I expected from this Who's team. Cat was that, Leah? 
<laughs> it's mine. I told you at 10, right after 10, she'd come and hear me meowing. I was right. Oh man. Yeah. Just, yeah. For to like, we've been very upset tonight, but again, it's all about taking a step forward and that's what the coyotes have done. And you know, this was a, the way that they lost this game, I think was the most frustrating part. If this was like a three, two, you know, they pulled the goalie in the final minute and lost. That's a different sort of loss. It's the fact that this, the coyotes were essentially shut out until the final four minutes. Um, and it just, you know, honestly, I thought they looked pretty good in the first period besides giving up that one goal. It was a really good road period. I thought if they played the rest of the game that way, it would be fine. But then it just was what it was. Sorry. I distracted by PD, by PD chugging his beer. Yeah, get, get, got to start the next one. But we, and that's why you look at the first period and you go, okay, maybe like. Yeah, like they they did the right things for that period. It was a really good road period. They had offensive chances. They had shots on net. If not for that penalty, and then and they give up the goal at the end of the penalty. But still, it's one nothing after one. And you go, okay, goaltending's playing well. You're getting offensive chances, and it just it just fell apart. And there is only this is like when you're playing the 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 Edmonton Oilers. There was one mission. It's to stop Connor McDavid tonight. Right now, their best player by a country mile is, is Nathan McKinnon. And it's just when, when he's on the ice, you better be aware. Is an 18 game point streak good? Yeah. He's, he's not a bad player. He's not a he's, bad player. He's a physical player too. That's the other side of it. He was, I thought somebody probably should have answered him a little bit tonight. Cause he was running a muck a little bit, but running a muck. You said that in our text, a muck. Is that a word? Like, and I spelled it correctly too. Say that word over and over again in your head after about six or seven beers. A muck, a muck, a muck, and it literally doesn't make sense. Is that you saying it in your head after six or seven (laughs) beers? I read it on the text, and I go, and I just got into a loop. It was a whole thing. (laughs) Oh my lord! That's the thing that separates him from other players like of, the, of that skill level he's he's a bull it's his he's size it is his size because his speed mcdavid's mcdavid is as fast if not faster the one thing about nathan mckinnon he is a huge man with his size to move that fast and he he can get grumpy like he mm-hmm. he can throw that body around he's he is like he can change the game differently than McDavid. McDavid can't be f- as physical as McKinnon. McKinnon, when he is on, he is as, as as dominating of a player as there is in this league. The one difference with him is I'm not convinced that he has the ho- the hockey IQ that that Connor McDavid does. I think with with McKinnon, it's more instinctual, it's more speed, it's more grit than it is. Hey, I need to be here, and I I don't think he overthinks the game very much. I don't think he's a guy that that hey, I need to be in this spot to have this happen. It's just go you know like a dog, bone 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 a squirrel. Like he, he's just, I, I think that's more how he plays hockey and it's effective for him. I just don't know if he has the same IQ as a Conor McDavid. Uh, Nicholas said, Nathan running a muckinen. <laughs> oh, that's see what good. he did there? That's brilliant, actually. That's good. Well, the Avs might have Nathan McKinnon, but the Coyotes have Alex Kerfoot, <laughs> who we gave him flowers the other night, but he does score the Coyotes' lone goal off a of Michael Carcone shot. Mark Carcone almost scored his 15th of the season. Um, Kerfoot gets his fourth of the season, now has goals in back-to-back games, and they said on the broadcast a stat that that's his um, Kerfoot's fifth power play point of the season, whereas before over the last two seasons he only had four power play points over two seasons and now has five this year alone so i know we've talked a lot about alex kerfoot but i did just want to acknowledge because the coyotes did score tonight it wasn't all bad except it sort of was to crack that toronto power play unit i guess but it's, it's funny right like when you think about the i think leah you mentioned it when we were on with rudo in the uh pregame show today how different he was viewed in Toronto so much of it can be role and fit and comfort it's crazy how a player can go from one team to another and and obviously the 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 Coyotes don't have the high-end skill that the Toronto Maple Leafs do but he's enjoying so much success here I don't know if it's coaching I don't know if it's just the role if you just built up some confidence but he looks like a different player than he did with the Leafs last season yeah we 
But you got to look at the guy, and, and we talk about his 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 core strength is his speed and his ability to keep up with pace. But he's a, we talked about the the intelligence and hockey IQ of a uh, Nathan McKinnon. Kerfoot's a, his hockey IQ is fantastic, and I think that's one of the things that allows him to separate himself. And and hey, face it, he's a smaller guy. Like he's a small statured guy, but he plays so smart at that pace, and his experience and his his veteran leadership. Like he is. He's been much better than I expected him to be here. Like I, I thought he'd be a role player and he'd fit in and he'd eat his minutes and he'd be fine, but but he's been much better than I expected here. Well, Pete, he, he did go to Harvard. <laughs> oh my God! I bet you he's busy like Exeter. that too. No, of course not. A little more selective. <laughs> Petey just cracked open another one. How many that, do you have on the side? You got a down six pack on the show tonight? Buddy, I'm prepared. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. Well, uh, the Coyotes obviously have That's a few days all. off. <laughs> Coyotes obviously have a few days off here for the break, um, but they'll have their chance to avenge Colorado on Wednesday. So, not much to see, but let's just take a glance at the upcoming schedule. Colorado coming in to Mullet Arena. On Wednesday, they have to fly in day of the game, and then they head to Anaheim for a road game. Um, by the way, two Michigan goals scored tonight, Connor Bedard and Trevor Zegers. Insane. So, Coyotes have a chance to avenge the loss at Mullet and then head to Anaheim before after the new year. Then they'll have a huge homestand, which we saw what happened the last time the Coyotes had a homestand. So, you know, hope not. hope is not all lost. Nope. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And and it's imagine if we're here at the All-Star break talking about the same thing. Oh, the Coyotes have like a two-point lead for the final wildcard spot. You just get closer and closer and closer. It's crazy. It's just crazy to think about. It's fun to at least see this team playing meaningful games. And that was the goal. That was the goal at the start of the season. If they're there at the All-Star break, it's going to be a, a fun ride after we come out of it uh, down the stretch. Yeah, and I don't want to be too hard on this team. Like we talk about the frustration of tonight and the defending, but but to be where they are right now, it was just me. That was okay, just you. It was just me. But but to be where they are at the Christmas break, this is a real positive, and they're taking steps forward yeah. from where they. Like two short seasons ago, this team was awful, like <laughs> awful, and, and now you go two years later, and and you go. You know what? They're right there. So this is this is a huge step forward, and and I, I want the the fan base to go. Okay, we're going the right direction. This is a positive. We're at Christmas time in in twenty twenty three, and we're close. Like if they make the playoffs, great. If they don't, that's okay. They're going the right direction. This is this is a great step forward, and there there's so many good positive things coming down the line in both the prospects and and the draft picks that are coming up ahead. That that I think people that are Coyotes fans should be excited. I, I really really believe that and I don't want to leave this show on Christmas with a negative thought because you lost four to one to to a really good Colorado Avalanche team you should be positive and 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 look to the to the future for this team there you go um what a day of sports we had NHL we had NFL college bowl games college basketball so much and all of it is are things you can bet on um, over at BetMGM. Another full day of NFL tomorrow on Christmas Eve. And of course, the World Juniors are here. They, the preliminary games are already underway, but the, the tournament really kicks off the day after Christmas. So all of that is available to bet on over at BetMGM. So if you haven't signed up yet, use the bonus code PHNX when you do and place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. And if that bet loses, your bonus bet will be available. Once your initial wager is settled, you can check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. I don't know who was watching a video during that, but we could hear you. <laughs> no, I heard that. I didn't do a thing. That was the same thing that happened last time we played that video. Really? really? I swear. It's like... 
weird. It's not maybe, me. Maybe Shane recorded it in a wind tunnel. I don't, I don't know. know. It's new. I just wanted. I just wanted to call one of you out. Okay. Anyway, um, if you're looking for something to do, uh, if you're on holiday break from work. Check out Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Take a little staycation. That's a great holiday gift, by the way, a staycation. Um, swing by the casinos. Great restaurants in there as well. Um, and check out Wild Horse Pass. I've been there. Phenomenal casino. Amazing restaurants. They have the MGM Sportsbook in there. So just so much to do. Check it out. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. Okay. I want to take us on a positive note. And I'm going to do that because we're going to go down the I-10 for just a few minutes. Um, and just, you know, we've been talking about the Coyotes at the Holiday Mark. So let's talk about the Roadrunners at the Holiday Mark who won their game tonight 4-3 to three and are now 17-8-1 for second place in the Pacific Division, nice. which that is a really tough division. We were kind of following them along last season. They were always, you know, hovering around 5-6. So to be where they are right now, it's huge. Dylan Gunther leads the team in points, 8 goals, 17 assists, 25 points. Josh Doan leads the team in goals, 12 goals, 5 assists, 17 points. And Victor Soderstrom leads defenseman in points, 6 goals, 10 assists, 16 points. So want to give a shout out to the Tucson Roadrunners who are having themselves a season. Um, you know, you see guys getting recalled and sent down literally every single week and they haven't missed a beat and it's really really great also to see the top prospects developing and succeeding down there because that's what you want to see from your top prospects in the american hockey league who do you think costco's favorite moment was of this road trip buddy <laughs> that is the best nickname in the franchise right now is, is kirkland costco yeah yeah shout out to tucson though by the way we have talked about getting down there for another show, I feel like we're due. I feel yeah. like Tucson's having a hell of a season. I yeah, promise we'll make it happen. But this is part of what we said going coming into the season. You talked about Gunther. You talked about Doan. You talked about some of the pieces they have down there. And it's like, oh, why aren't we calling up Gunther? And you know oh what? My gosh. Let, him, let him be down there. Let him be successful down there. Let them be. Let them be successful. And this is how teams. Like the Tampa Bay Lightning, this is how they became Stanley Cup champions, is they won in the American League. Let these guys grow together. Let Doan and Gunther be, uh, let find that chemistry, be, be teammates and friends. And, you know, when they get here, you go, oh, gosh, these guys, they've already got it together. So I, I'm thrilled <laughs> that when you're calling up people, you good there, Greg? You get Sanford in the lineup, and people are like, well, why are we not calling up Doan? And because they want Can to do win something on the Discord for that. Can we do something? Can we just yes. like give some people demerit anytime they say call up Gunther or yes, Doan? Stop it. You get a demerit. Stop it. Stop, it. stop talking about it. Yes. They, they, they stop it because look at like you look at a Zach Sanford play ten minutes tonight. I, yeah, I almost had a scoring chance tonight. By the way, yeah, and he, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that tomorrow on the video. It's not the scoring chance; it's, it's something else. But you'll see if you're in the <laughs> diehard. But but what, what? So you want Dylan Gunther to come up here and play nine minutes? Well, what good is that going to do? He's not going to be on either power play. No, let him be down there and let him be the guy. And especially if this team gets into important games later in the season, and you're talking playoff games, that is huge for these guys' development. Like huge, unreplaceable. Like when when we talk about Butte, we talk about Shimashev, and if these guys can get some playoff experience, that's when this team is is going to be the team that we're like, oh wow, they're there. That's two, three years away yet. So let them be successful down there. Uh, I'm ready to go to Tucson. If we can go to Illegal Pete's, I'm in. Oh yeah. I also want to remind people, like it's not all about the games down there too. That's a big part of it, right? He's playing a lot of minutes, a lot of different situations. All of that matters. There's a lot of off-ice stuff that they get to do in the AHL too because they don't play as many games because the schedule isn't crazy. So they have all these skill days, these this off-ice stuff that they do. All of that is important. Let him develop. Stop, call, stop asking for the recall. He's not going to come up for like two weeks and then get sent down. That doesn't make any sense. It just screws up the entire development path. Seriously, just stop asking about it. They're not coming up, and it's dumb to call them up. It's the wrong decision to call them up. So stop. 
I was trying to be cheerful when I brought up the Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah, I know. We Here are we all in a ranty hey, mood tonight. Well, I, that, I'm done. I'm done. We'll end up. We'll, end up, we'll find positives, Leah. That, that was positive. Can I bring up some positives from this game? You know who sure. I really liked? There tonight? were positives? Do you know who I liked? Who? I liked Logan Cooley. Mm. And I and I know when you look at the score sheet, you're going to go, oh, really, PD? You liked him? He was minus one, and he played 14 minutes. But he, you know what he did tonight? For me, it's those little things you look for is is his speed tonight. He didn't – when when Cooley – I don't want to say he looks afraid, but he looks timid and tentative, and he's back on his heels, and he slows down. Today was one of the few games where I saw him moving forward, and I saw his, his play on his toes, and he seemed to play faster. And I know – there were just a little glimpses and a few shifts where I saw him skating. You could really see his skill level and his speed is there. And I, I'm just waiting for him to break out of that. So for me, Logan Cooley, bright spot tonight. Absolutely. And even though it was small, it was, it was that he was on his toes instead of his heels. So I, I continue to want to watch him break, break free and, and be better offensively. So that was a bright spot for me. All right, I'll, I'll have a positive to think about too. Getting back to your Tucson discussion. Two guys that we're going to get get to watch in the World Juniors who are going to play a major role for Canada, Connor Geeky and Maverick Lamoureux. I'm excited to see both of those guys in Tucson next season. Now, we'll see if one of them can bypass it, but imagine putting both of those guys down there next season one step away. Now you're really starting to see it all come. You're really yeah, seeing it all close. That's what you can't forget. Like you, you talk about the guys that we were just talking about, about Gunther and Don. What was that? Like, where is that coming from? Whoa! That was like a demon. I don't know. What just like you, all of a sudden, your audio went slow motion. Who me? Yes. <laughs> it was really cool. I don't know what it was, but 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 you you talk about Lamaru and you you talk about you know um, um, geeky and you see those guys in the World Juniors, then you see the guys down there, and then you see the guys over in Russia, and you go, oh my goodness, these are like that is six really 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 good players, and they're coming. So you. You, you, you don't want to get ahead of yourself, but I know the frustrations I have tonight. You have to think they're already ahead of where you wanted to be now. And the guys that are coming up the pipeline that are coming in the next two years, good grief. Like, as long as Bill Armstrong can make, I don't know, if, if he hits on one of the next three or four draft picks, like he's got so many. If you just, if you even hit on a few, man, yeah. I, 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 I. 14 in the first two rounds of the next three drafts. Exactly. It's crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, before we wrap up, our, Wait, wrap up, uh, no, no, buddy. No. We've got so much more to talk about. Do we? Cut buddy. him off, Daniel. Yeah. Cut him. Well, the yeah. irony is, I'm not cutting PD off. I want him to tell us about his time at the Ice Den today. The reason yes. why he missed the DNBR Avalanche pregame show. Yes, but you have to read ads. Do that first. Do you have to read? No, ads? I want to hear about the Ice Den. Okay, so. I went to the ice den because I will say this. We'll talk about my son in his high school alumni game. But I ran into a former Coyote play in the lobby of the ice den. Like, like literally physically bumped into this young man in the lobby of the ice den. Crowded. Craig, you know how it gets. Does Craig know who I bumped into yet? Have you told him, Leah? I told Leah. I ran into former Coyote forward Phil Kessel. Really, yeah. I knew it was here because he, he had here. Chikrin and Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller the other night. He is here, and let me tell you about Phil Kessel. He was at the ice den in a momentous one of those moments as a parent that you cherish for the rest of your life. It was his daughter's first time on the ice tonight. Wow. At the That's ice den in Scottsdale. So I thought maybe I'll take a selfie with him. And I said, you know what? Probably not appropriate. Let him enjoy this time with his, his child. So that was really cool. But we did get an opportunity to talk um, about what the future for Phil Kessel looks like. And he, you know what? He's a guy that wants to play. He wants to play. He's skating all the time. He And, and I, Phil looks good. He, he looks physically fit. He says he's skating all the time. He's ready to play. And he's a guy that's frustrated that he can't get a chance in the National Hockey League right now. And he, he still thinks that he's got something left to prove. And he still thinks he can play. And he still thinks he can score. He doesn't see himself necessarily, is he a, a top three? Is he a top six? And he goes, I, I'm okay being a bottom six. 
he he said that I'm okay. I'm okay being a bottom six. I just want to play. I think I can help a team score. I think I can help a team on the power play. So um, it'll be interesting to see where he goes over the next few weeks, if anything can happen, because you know teams are looking, and he's a guy that wants to contribute and, and play. And he said, I, I put up points with the Stanley Cup champion last season. I think I can still play. So um, it was good to hear him be that excited about it. And and I, you know what? People talk about Phil as being a strange guy. Um, he's not. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a good teammate. People really like him. And if he says he can play and help a team win, yeah, I, I'm going to believe him for now. So, one, let him enjoy the night with his daughter and her first time on the ice. But, two, um, I'm rooting for Phil Kessel, and I hope to see him back in the National Hockey League. I'm the same. That's the thing with Phil. Like, you're right about the rep. Anytime I talk to Phil, and granted, he didn't like talking to media. Sometimes he tried to slip out the door without you seeing him. But anytime Phil talked, he was great. He was just yeah. great. So, yeah, hopefully he gets I, a good walk at it. And and then secondly, Danielle, I hope you're ready and still awake. Um, I'm going to put up a picture because what I want to say, this is me and my son Jackson. And we're at the ice den in Scottsdale. And I will say his old high school, Pinnacle High School, my son's in his mid-20s. He is way out of, out of high school. But what they do here at Pinnacle is if you played there, you get to go back for a Christmas tournament. And you get to play with all your old high school teammates. They had 86 kids playing from Pinnacle High School today. There were guys in their 30s with their family and kids watching. And there were kids that are 18, 19 playing. And guess what? All get to play for free. It's, it's all part of what Pinnacle does to build the, the future programs. They can say, hey, the kids that are playing now, this is what you look forward to. And I, I couldn't be more proud to be a part of that Pinnacle High School hockey program because of what they do um, for high school hockey here in the state of Arizona. So um, my son, scoreless in that 14-11 in that <laughs> tilt tonight. Um, <laughs> he came out on the losing side of that, but I'm sure he had fun at 18 degrees post game. So big shout out to Pinnacle High School hockey over the Christmas break. Buddy, he was wearing the C. He does, and he was a captain his senior year. That's fun. They all got to wear their jerseys they wore when they played, and they've since changed their design two or three times. But to see my son wearing the C, his team actually won the the 2017 state high school hockey championship here in Arizona, played nationals, and he was uh, was a captain. And I won't say it was because of his goal-scoring ability. Sorry, Jackson. Um, My kid was a penalty killer, and he worked really hard on the defensive side. And the leadership skills he learned from Heidi. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not for me, buddy. Yeah, no. So, so it was a lot of fun. And 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 one thing I got to say about hockey in Arizona, yeah, it, it's hockey in Arizona. Like there, there is people. People are so into this. Like when people say, "Oh, Arizona's not a hockey. bull," go to the ice den. Go look. The, the, this state loves their hockey. So I, I'm so glad I got to be a part of that today. And that was a lot of fun. So sorry I was late to the den. not late. I didn't show up at the DNVR thing. Sorry. <laughs> oh man um all right well let's wrap up this one by pulling up the punch card presented by arizona lottery don't forget to get out and buy your holiday scratchers they can never take the triple connect four away from us um the four game winning streak comes to an end and another line is almost done that line will actually finish perfectly with the year 2023 which is fun despite pd's protest against them being lines of nine um but that's the punch card again looking every day more and more like a holiday scratcher which i'm gonna do right now okay so it's time wait, Leah. Wait, wait, heidi and i went to the grocery store today bought so many arizona lottery scratcher tickets we got them for our neighbors because we're going in there on christmas day we got them for some other people in our neighborhood that did some stuff while we were out of town like we arizona lottery scratchered it right up easy to do we tried one of those machines funny thing my my wife heidi is she's standing in front of the the machine and heidi or leah was talking about the machine where you can buy the arizona scratchers and there were people waiting behind her in line, and she's looking at me. Well, which one should we get? I guess Heidi, turn around. Like people are waiting. She's, oh my goodness, I didn't know. Uh, There's so many choices, though. That's oh the my thing. gosh. She went nuts. So she got a couple dollars for the kids, and then she did ten dollars for the parents. But we took care of everybody in our neighborhood. Totally easy with the Arizona scratchers at the holidays. Such a great gift. Such a great stocking stuffer. We did not win, um, but that this was a dollar one. So you know what? I'm confident that someone in my family will win because I got every single person two scratchers. Um, For so real? you still, yeah, yeah so you still, 
you still have time to go out and get your holiday scratchers. Um, and you can go them, buy them today. Find a retailer like our friends at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. You must be 21 or older to play. And speaking of Circle K, make sure next time you swing by, you are a part of the inner circle because there's so many perks to being part of the inner circle. 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips saved three cents per gallon saved every day. After that 31 days of circle K free prizes, snacks, weekly entry into grand prizes. There's always something on the circle K app. So you can join the inner circle for free by downloading the circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. All right. Well, uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up? Craig is getting another phone call. I know. Wiley, I know. <laughs> I know. Wiley. Oh, it's 5 a.m. I'll remind him. He knows. You so. don't think I'm going to be up at 5 a.m. walking that dog? Okay. You know I will. Boots? I, I don't know. Do you have boots? That it might be a little wet outside. So 5 a.m. I'm walking the dog. 6 a.m. I'm putting up a ranting okay. video for the diehards. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. It's going up. Well, no, because Lee. It's I not because I have to post it, and you think I'm up at six? No, I will film it at 6 a.m. tomorrow. I'm not, gonna, I'm, I'm not getting up early tomorrow. I may so wake if up. If you're anyway. a diehard, tune in tomorrow because I'm ranting, and we're going to start with Nick Schmalch's line change on the neutral zone. <sighs> Sorry. Who is? <laughs> oh boy! Again, one of the great. Just don't tell Jordan. Don't tell Jordan. One of the great perks to becoming a diehard, uh, you get access to all of the PD's Puck Talks that are for diehards only. You get access to the content on the site that's for diehards only. You get access to our Discord that's for diehards only, which is a great time during games. So become a diehard today. Give yourself that gift or give someone else the gift of becoming a diehard. You can also gift gift cards to phnxlocker.com, which is a really good gift and pd i'm so happy that you finally received your arizona versus everybody crew neck because awesome. i know you've been waiting it's awesome yeah oh, i can't see it because the mic's no, but it's really awesome it's awesome like danielle said how soft it was she didn't lie yeah it's Fire. amazing it's amazing yep yep all right. Well, I think that's it from us. We will be off the next two days for the holiday, but we'll be back on Tuesday at our Thanks, regular Margaret. time. What? Margaret likes kilt lifter. She likes the crew neck and she loves being a diehard. So the all trifecta. three things. That's a, that's a hat trick for Margaret. Love it. Absolutely love it. Sorry. All right. <laughs> well, we appreciate you all so much for being here, either live in the chat or watching later or listening later. Be sure to leave a thumbs up on this video. And if you're listening on audio, you can give us the gift of rate, rating, reviewing, and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan. And you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. And be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. All of these things help and support us. But sincerely, from the bottom of our hearts, we wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday, a Happy Day Off, whatever it is that you're celebrating over these next couple of days. We are extremely grateful for you all and for this community. And we will see everybody next week.